Good morning, church. Yes, so somehow, somehow, all of us have been waiting for this day, and it has come. And God has designed the calendar in such a wonderful way that He put February 14 this year. He put February 14 on a Sunday. So that even when you want to do anything, there is something in your heart that will say, eh, any lodge on Sunday or Jomi Mo, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Yeah, so say to somebody, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. God will help us in Jesus' name. All right, so we're talking about love beyond boundaries. Love beyond boundaries. Somebody say love beyond boundaries. We're looking at the book of 1 John 4.18. 1 John 4.18. Please open your Bibles. We'll read together. It's a very short one. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. 1 John is in the New Testament. All right, I'm trying to open fast. 1 John 4:18. Yes, if you're there, say love. You're not there. All right, so let's read together. I want to go. There is no fear in love. 1 John 4:18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But evil fears has not been made perfect in love. Hallelujah. Then we love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. All right, then we look at John 3.16. And that one, you can even read it offhand. John 3.16, can we recite one to go? For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. I quickly want to share with you the real love that is beyond boundaries. If a man were to love, the man can say, ah, she's not even tall enough. She's not fair. I want her fair. Like that brother specified what he wanted. So that means if the lady is not fair and not long hair, thank God there's a way ladies can have long hair now. If they want to let the hair touch hair, there's a way they can do it now, right? And so whatever you're looking for, somebody has it. Don't worry. All right. So such loves have boundaries. They can say, ah, don't marry Jebu. Ah, don't marry Ibo. Eh? Don't marry Ondo. They're always angry. Ijebu, they're always stingy. Ibo, they like money too much. Everything has a boundary, so to say. All right. But the love of God has no boundaries. So much that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet even in the womb, while we're not yet formed, he already died for us. He shed his his blood on Calvary's tree for the remission of our sins. I want us to quickly stand up and let's declare our love for Jesus. Don't worry, if you don't love Jesus, you may not stand up. All right? So if you love Jesus, stand up. If you don't stand, we'll not look at you somehow. Don't worry. All right? So say, Jesus, I love you because you first loved me. Hallelujah. You can take your seats. So the first thing is, you should love God first. Love God first. Beyond our filth, our sins, our tribe. Our, I, I, I'm Igbo, I'm Yoruba, I'm Ausa, I'm Igede, Biram, Ifulani, whatever it is. He loved us still. Beyond our nature, he loved us still. The second thing is, love yourself. Say to somebody, love yourself. Auntie, love yourself. Or then they love yourself. How would you know? Some people don't love themselves, though. They'll say, hey, people see Isha, 
And so thank God for Snapchat. With Snapchat now, with the filters, everything will just clear off, you know? Somebody will say, ah, these pimples, I want it to go away. Ah, this spots on my leg. Hey, I think I'm too fat. I think, excuse me, love yourself. And if there's a champion for self-love in this place, I am that person. Oh my God, I love myself. If you love yourself, you can tell yourself you love yourself. You have to love yourself. Admire yourself. Look at the mirror and say, eh, see what God created. Speck, mini man. I am so pretty. As in, I am so wonderful. See my nose, see my eyes. Learn to admire yourself. Say good things about yourself. I am smart. I am brilliant. You're not lying to yourself. You are just motivating yourself. I am smart. I am brilliant. I can do anything I want to do. I can pass that exam. My God is there for me. So say good things about yourself. Then pamper yourselves. Pamper yourself. Brothers, pamper yourselves a little. Don't think it is that lady only that deserves the pampering. At times I look at my husband and I be like, hey, God, help me. Because he works so hard. He works too hard. Let's learn to pamper ourselves. Some ice cream will not kill. If I'm a HOD says, whenever I get a salary, there's an amount it will use. It will balance where somewhere. It will eat and eat and eat. Uh-huh. The remaining, it will not take home. But at least it will satisfy himself at that moment. Take time to, ice cream does not kill you once in a month. Is it what pizza, that's what you want. Cake, buy it. Yogurt, strawberry, fa- strawberry flavor. Eat it, I mean, drink it. Enjoy yourself, pamper yourself, please. Take care of yourself. Eat good foods and fruits. Wear nice dresses as much as God provides for you. Appreciate yourself. God will help you in Jesus' name. Now we're looking at the things to look out for in a prospective partner. The things to look out for in a prospective partner. And I'm glad that the other time they said, who does not want to marry here? Thank God nobody. Is there any? Okay, maybe because some people have joined. Is there someone who does not want to marry here? Just in case. We'll help you tell God. All right. Okay, so thank God we all want to marry. All right. So ask yourself, do you even like what you see? Yes. Because beyond every spirit, coco, spirit, coco, spirit, coco, you must also like that lady you are looking at. You can't wake up and see and be making beauty and the beast. And it's looking like that. She thought fasting, you know, something. So you must like what you see. They say beauty is on the high of the beholder. Yes. The person you think is not pretty is actually the queen of England for another man. The man that you think oh, is too short is just the darling of another woman. So do you like what you see? Because the truth is, attraction is important. It is important. Then if you have trust issues, don't marry you. If you have trust issues, don't marry. Have you read that joke that if it was in our own days and Jonah went and three days in the belly of the fish and Jonah came back home and says, oh, I'm sorry, I was swallowed up for three days. You think the wife would believe? I'll burn you to today. Oh, Jehuarai. And then all over his body smelling fish. Ah, <laughs> I know where you went to. Shabi, is that... Lori pastor said Lori you know, you have gone there, you go to Shebe, three days. And WhatsApp, Facebook, in fact, I think a lot of police to be looking for you. You know, so if you have trust issues, don't marry. Because there are so many things that will present itself. It was somewhere yesterday, I was reading somewhere, or two days ago, that somebody said, she even checks the 
the browser of her husband's phone to see all, all the things he has browsed during the day. Don't kill yourself, oh. You don't understand. I'll go to Google Chrome. I'll start looking at all the things that my husband has checked during the day. Ah, I cannot come and kill myself. I cannot die, sincerely. If you have trust issues, then you may not marry because trust is the basis, the bedrock of a good marriage. Then forgiving is paramount. Forgiving is paramount. In fact, somebody said he forgives in advance. And I think that's an approach we can use. That is to say, I know that this person will offend me. It is normal. Not everyone is an angel. I hope you know. So people will offend you. Uh uh. You always take offenses. If you're not ready to forgive, you may not marry because forgiving is paramount. Offenses are natural in, the mar in a relationship. How fast can you forgive? So talking about the place of sorry. Sorry will not take, will anybody even see it if you are sorry? You know, just so I am sorry. It doesn't make you the weakling in that relationship. It only shows that yes, you are the strong one. You are the one that has the sense and should be told. All right, it solves a lot of things. You know, the argument that you'd have dragged on and on and on and on. Sorry, we just solve it. And ladies like to hear sorry. I mean, there's one lady here who doesn't like to hear sorry. Somebody's nodding. Me, yeah, I like to hear sorry, oh. Ah, you know, I don't know if you've read another joke too where a man said he wanted to get married. So the father said, say sorry. And the man said, sorry for what, what did I, just say sorry. You know, and the man was trying to, the father was trying to let the man know that if you can't say sorry, you can't enter a marriage, you know. You have to learn to say sorry, to forgive, to forgive and let things go. In fact, we are advised that before the night comes, before the day, before the next day comes, forgive and let go. All right. So at times you have to, another point is that at times you have to look at the home or the family background to understand your partner. Yes. At times look at the background of that person. Look at the parents. Look at the family setup. I was discussing with um, someone, I think last month, previously he had told me that he has been asking a girl to marry him. And the girl has just been doing so much, so much, so much. Then one day he posted something very nice and I said, how far? How is that my sister? And she agreed. Said, yes, that they are, they are building friendship. Yes. And I said, what even happened, Gogo? You know, said he was showing her love, but the girl did not understand. It happened that the girl's parents had broken up a long time ago. She grew up with maybe another stranger and so on. So she could not understand love. You know, you tell a lady, you invite a lady out. Why are you inviting me out? Please, my house is okay for me. And then after asking her out and she eventually comes, you drag out the chair for her. And she say, I put it in because sorry, sitting in. Has it put something? He do, she does not understand love. Now, romance is not sex, so I hope we know. To be romantic is not the same as sex. So a man can be romantic and a lady will not understand it. I think he's too soft for me. Is he for real? I won't tell me. Could he be deceiving me? Simply because the girl doesn't understand love. You know, so picture a family that, uh uh, the father and mother always loving up, loving up. So if you go out there, if that lady or the girl goes out there, she would understand what it means to love and might even demand more from you. 
I, we have a little girl in our family. She's not so little anymore anyways. Our father, is, she's the only girl in that family. Our father is always telling her, I see my girl tall, like a queen. She's dark and slim. No, she's like a queen, she's this. The father is always praising her. So imagine that kind of girl going out, you know, with a guy. The guy will really, really say more than that to show her love. So at times you may want to look at the family background. Okay, let me use my own example. My husband is from a nominal Christian background. Uh, you know that kind of family where they go to church once in a year? I believe they invite them. Uh -huh. If there's a wedding or they're doing any ceremony in church, uh -huh. that's the kind. he's not offended. He's, the, uh -huh. he's here. <laughs> All right, like they go on Christmas or New Year's Day. That's where he grew up. And me, I grew up from a family where my mother, if you say, okay, then let us just pray, we are going out. My mother can start a revival. And we are looking at the time, 30 minutes. My mom is still, we are getting to go out. Can we go? And then she will just go on and on and on and on. It's that kind of family where in the morning they wake up so early. Everybody will kneel down, will bow our heads, will sing hymns. You know that kind of family? We'll sing hymns, we'll now pray, and so on. So what do you expect from me? So when I got married and I saw that we're not doing devotion, I'd be like, we have to do devotion. And I was like, you know, so you have to understand the person's background. A lady from a broken home may not have experienced real love. A guy from a broken home may not be able to express real love. So it's a matter of understanding. Then let's talk about effective communication. Effective communication. Let's open to Colossians 4 verse 6 very fast. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. Colossians is in the New Testament. 4 verses says, Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Let us talk about having meaningful conversation in a relationship. Having meaningful conversation. So I have this boy, and one day, I am a little, a younger boy, a, my former student. He still comes around me, he helps me to work and all that. So he was on the phone one day, and he was talking, or the this, or the that, on the phone, and I was like, who is this person you're talking to? At the other hand, too, the other girl, too, was saying, as in that's how they communicate. They are not dating, no, they are just friends. But that's how they communicate. Like, Ori Etobi, SLDs. You don't know those kind of friendship. I, do. I was like, hey, is this the latest one? Am I so old now that I don't understand how friendship works? You know, so it's important for you to have meaningful conversations. Meaningful, deep conversations about life, about your expectations in marriage. So you know, you should learn to avoid shouting. Avoid shouting. Like small thing, you have already increased the volume of your throat or your this place. You have already increased your volume. Avoid shouting. Avoid arguing to win. Avoid insulting. Hey, hey, some words don't leave the brain, no. There's a part of our brain, I believe there's a part of our brain that stores insults. The same way it stores praises. Tell a lady, whoa, you look angelic. Oh my God. She will carry it throughout the day. Ha, they said I look you know, but tell her, she will have a bad mood throughout the day. 
So avoid insulting. Even when things happen between you two, know that there's a way you can present your issues without insulting. Because only part of the brain, Thomas Strauss Pussy, tell a woman that, oh, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. She will love you all as and she will want to do things that will make you keep saying that good thing. Okay, now tell her, you are a dog, your mama is a dog. Ah, she will show you the dog part. So she will say, I'm a dog, Abby. You know, tell a man too that you are lazy. She will Ah, then you drive him too hard. Tell a man, ah, you're so unkempt, you're dirty, you're this. There are better ways of presenting your points. All right, so then, of course, ladies, always bursting into tears. Explain what happened. Oh, I can't just, he broke my heart. He, tell us what happened, God, God. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Not listening to your partner is another thing. Please, no one gets an award for the best talker in the world. So you need to listen to each other. Not talking at all is not another thing again. Huh. Some men are actually good at nagging. They will just, mm, oh, mm. Checking point, Jaiwa. Uh-oh. If I have tried and tried and tried and he's not opening his mouth, I'll just go and pray. Father, open his mouth to you. God will help us in Jesus' name. So you need to talk. Now, ladies are not witches for them to know what is in your heart. I like men who talk. Talk, let me know what's going on in your mind. You know those ones who don't talk? Hey, when they will surprise you. God, we help you in Jesus' name. So talk, dialogue is a two-way thing. Say what's on your mind. Let me say my own. Let's listen to each other. Let's understand each other. All right? Like I said before, some sentences won't leave the memory of the partner. E.g., and you call yourself a man. Uh, simply because the other, the, your neighbor, the man is always opening the car door for the woman. It's because he knows that two by balafale, so he gently opens the car door for her. He says, you call yourself a man. Simply because your neighbor and his wife go to the market together. He said, like, the man knows that, ah, if this woman goes to the market alone, she will price everything, buy, buy everything, sorry, buy everything. And there will be no more money. So you need to understand what, you don't have to compare in short. Don't compare your own garden, tend it. Send your own garden. They say the green is greener. I mean, the grass is greener on the other side. It's film trickle. It's screen saver. It's Snapchat. Ah, I think that woman is prettier than my wife. Uh, send your own. Makeup. Makeup is not for me. Light makeup is just okay. As in, give her the dress. Give her the money. Spoil her a little. That beauty will come out of her. Let us not compare. Saying words like, I hate you. I regret the day I met you. I will slap you. Oh, please, if a man says he will slap you, don't wait for the slap. Just say, oh, thank you, bye. Because a violent man cannot be, may only be managed. A violent woman too. Um, Mrs. Ogundija was talking about anger the other time. There was actually someone who said, if he's angry, he could throw his child from the, from the upper floor. Ah, that kind of anger can kill. All right, very fast. I'll take us through um, Proverbs 31 very fast. It can actually apply to both male and female. Ladies and gentlemen who want to marry, let's check Proverbs 31. 
Number one, can you take care of yourself, let alone a family? I want to marry, I want to marry. Can you even take care of yourself, let alone take care of your family? How is your dress sense like? How do you combine colors? You wear green and wear brown and wear red. Then you now put face cap again, put royal blue. Well done, all right? Your facial appearance. You can put some powder, please. Not your, your logi, your, your leno, like that's advert, you know? So ladies, look good. Your public comportment. Some ladies don't know, know, how, to, don't know how to sit down. They sit and river Niger and river Benway are just split sign. They, can, they don't know how to cross leg. They don't know how to put the legs together. They don't know how to greet. They don't know that if you see an elderly person, you, you greet, you collect the bag. And you know, so, such little things count. Your public comportment, your mouth, what comes out of it? What comes out of your mouth? Put your brain in motion before your mouth. Think before you talk. Think before you talk. And then know when to hold your lips. Women, you should be secret, or ladies, you should be secret keepers. Because, hey, in relationships, in marriages, there are so many things that you will hear, like, and then you need to keep something secret and pray. It's not when your husband will hear, when your friend will not call, call you, ah, about the married life. Ah, ah. Then you start saying everything and everything. Or if on the positive side, ah, Shadeba with the married life, ah, Joe, I mean bad well. If I next week, I'm Lord Dubai, not in Dubai, I'm Lord New Jersey, not in New Jersey, I'm at the France, I fell over half a tower. And then you start broadcasting everything. God will help you. Then, um, what's your, another point is, what is your rep out there? You know what they call rep, reputation. What's your reputation out there? What do people know you for? What do people know you for? Do they know you as free for all, or as a Casanova, or a woman rapper, or beggy beggy? What do people know you for? Then are you ready to share? That's another question. Because a marriage is all about sharing. Because yes, you share the name. You share everything. It is not our, our money, our car, our property, our house, our bed, our food, our everything. So everything comes together and it is our own. So I have a problem in um, African magic movies where they say a, a woman is annoyed and then she's packing out and she packs out and she takes a lock, a box out uh -uh. when everything is our own. So you're not going anywhere. That is the point I'm trying to bring out. We are there, you are there when you marry. You are there to stay. So it is our things. It takes you, marry takes you away from you and makes it us. I know a woman and she said ah, she cannot share a towel, she cannot share a cup, she cannot share a spoon. And she's not married actually, and she's mature. And I'll see if you can not God will give us wisdom in Jesus' name. She cannot share many things. You know that for such a person she would have issues if she eventually marries. So in marriage, everything becomes ours. The second to the last point, do you have a remote control? Okay, you know what a remote control does? You're sitting down and you're pressing. In fact, I think there's a generator that uses remote control. Yes, AC, control, TV, control. In fact, this light too, it has control, it is at home. All right, what is a remote control in marriage? It is the place of a spiritual mentor. Somebody that can call you to order, that can call your husband, your spouse to order. That when things are so odd and you don't know what to do again, please refer to that mentor. So ask, has that brother, does he have a mentor? Has a sister 
does he have does she have a mentor the place of a spiritual mentor is not negotiable someone your partner respects listens to looks up to that can wade in in your storm because marriage is not always a bed of roses you god will help you to make it rose in jesus name of course i don't always advise advise couples to always take offense and report everything ah daji Ah, and in the birthday, me, he didn't even remember to greet me. Ah, I put my cloth there. He removed it. Ah, I will die at him over here. Oh, daddy. You, you don't have to report everything. However, there will be times when the issues may get out of hand. So if it gets out of hand, please consult your spiritual mentor and also pray. All right? In summary, we need to go back to the beginning. Christ loved us and gave himself for us with an assurance of heaven if we can just love him back. What Jesus expects of you is not money. It's not money. It's not anything in the world. He wants your heart to come back to him. You may have been there before. You may have loved them before. Then somehow you strayed. Maybe because you're on campus, then you got distracted. Jesus is calling you back home. Let's bow our heads. Jesus is calling you back home. Just in case you've left your first love. Imagine, even before you were born, Christ already died. He already died in the way the Lord is giving us grace. All we need to do is ask him for forgiveness. Father, have mercy on me. Forgive all my sins. Forgive me. I, 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 I recognize I'm a sinner. I have missed it. I have, I have gone against your will for my life. Please have mercy on me. Do we have anyone we're saying that this morning? You can rededicate your life. You can give your life to Jesus. Please think about it. Jesus loves you. He does not want you to perish in hell. He loves you so much. He does not want you to be destroyed. Do we have anyone? All right, let's rise up on our feet to pray. Let's rise up on our feet to pray. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. No, 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 no. Thank you. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Say, Father, I refuse to make costly mistakes in Jesus' name. I refuse to make costly mistakes in marriage in Jesus' name. Some people have made that mistake and there's no going back. Some people are regretting that yes that they said. Some people are saying, hey, and they said it is to them to, 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 to let do them part. You have not entered that point. So you can pray and say, Father, help me not to make costly mistakes in the name of Jesus. Also say, Father, I will not live my life in regrets in the name of Jesus. Help me not to live my life in regrets in the name of Jesus. Help me not to regret, Lord. Help me, oh Lord, to take the right action at all times. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I'm sorry.